Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Tonight, we continue a little brief talk about the House of Gucci. Because Lady Gaga is not only getting Oscar buzz, people, and I'm one of these people, others are saying this too, she's going to win that Oscar for playing Patricia Gucci. And I hope so. She's the, that trailer alone. That is fucking crazy. That is a testament to Lady Gaga's brilliance and the direction of Mr. Ridley Scott. This is epic. This is Godfather epic meets fashion. Gucci. Yeah. So let's get that out of the way. Films, like I said. When a trailer comes out, that is especially the teaser. About 10 years ago, I remember a really badass teaser. The song Immigrant Song, done by Led Zeppelin, was redone by Karen O of the Yayayas and produced by Mr. Trent Reznor. For the girl with the dragon tattoo. That trailer, like the House of Gucci, was epic. And you know what? I really enjoyed the girl with the dragon tattoo. Some people didn't. And they never made the sequels to it with the same actress, Rooney Mara. They just did others and, you know, cacas. Yeah. So whether, you know, some people thought it was successful. I thought it was successful. The girl with the dragon tattoo was so dark. And Rooney Mara and Daniel Craig, that's a really good cast. And Skarsgård and, oh, all of them. And Christopher, um, the late. My goodness. Christopher Plummer. We miss him. So good in Knives Out. Won the Academy Award for Beginners. Was in... Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. And so the House of Gucci. This epic. Where the trailer is everything. I cannot wait to watch the film. Sometimes, yes. Trailers give too much away. These instances, the trailer is perfect. Because it's revving you up. Back in the day... The trailer would only show so much. Sometimes it would show just note cards and pictures. And and this is the beginning, you know, the early days of CinemaScope. So I am, uh, first of all, I am in awe of what's going down trailer-wise. I don't think we talk about that much in film are these trailers because that's really... That That is judging the book by its cover. And it gets you to, you know, whether it's a Quentin Tarantino. His trailers, first of all, he's smart that he doesn't give too much away in them. You've got the action. You've got the dialogue. Those one-liners. You've got to put them in there. You want to put butts in the seats. That, that is the, the thing about the film industry. As long as you have those butts in the seats and popcorn. Or you fuck that. Even fuck the popcorn. But as long as they're watching the films. 
I haven't been in a film theater in over a year. And I'm looking forward to it. I almost went and saw The African Queen. They brought it back to theaters for its 70th anniversary. Directed by John Huston, starring Mr. Humphrey Bogart and Catherine Hepburn. That's a team right there. That was the only time they ever worked together in film. But they became really good friends. And they were the last to see Spence, uh, to see Humphrey Bogart the night that he died. Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn. It's pretty powerful. Powerful connection. Even those classic films like Key Largo. The Key Largo trailer is very epic. And it starts at a position that you wouldn't think it would start at and then it, ju- it, does- it doesn't give you all of it it just gives you those moments of dialogue and high drama that is the essence of a really good trailer and then you have Pulp Fiction the Pulp Fiction trailer I remember it because it would come on it was something new it was fresh it would show those moments with Uma Thurman where she's like you're so square or don't be a square and then them, her and John Travolta dancing and then the music and in the car a, roy- a royale with cheese so that's how you set up the trailer that is how you get your audience your audience is like okay that looks good it's a teaser even Clerks I remember the Clerks trailer because it was an independent film and then it was diving into something realistic that was the other thing about it so trailers are very potent and getting like I said the butts in the seats getting people to watch your film getting get, getting people excited because that's why we make these films is to arouse their desires and get them excited and it, it truly does work and so in a little bit we're going to talk about a film but I thought I would I would talk about that the history of the trailers we're talking about a film trailer not an actual trailer as always Pleasant dreams. They, they say so much, but they never tell you if it's any good. Are either one of these any good? Sir? What? Are either one of these any good? I don't watch movies. Well, have you heard anything about either one of them? I find it's best to stay out of other people's affairs. You mean you haven't heard anybody say anything about either one of these? Nope. Well, what about these two? Well, they suck. These are the same two movies? You weren't paying any attention. No, I wasn't. I don't think your manager would appreciate it. I don't appreciate your ruse, ma'am. I beg your pardon? Your ruse, your cunning attempt to trick me. I was only pointing out that you weren't paying any attention to what I was saying. Uh, I hope it feels good. You hope what feels good? I hope it feels so good to be right. There's nothing more exhilarating than pointing out the shortcomings of others, is there? 
talked about it earlier. Movie Clerks. Independent cinema at its best. Good evening and welcome back to the Dr. Zeus film podcast. It's time to get in the hot tub. Anyway, directed by Kevin Smith, written by Kevin Smith, produced by Scott Moiser and Kevin Smith, starring Brian O'Halloran, Jeff Anderson, Marilyn Jigalagi, Jason Mewes, and Lisa Sponanar. Jay and Silent Bob. The MPA originally gave Clerks an NC-17 rating based purely on the film's explicit dialogue, as it contains no real violence and clearly no nudity. This would have had serious financial implications for the film, as very few cinemas in the United States screen NC-17 films. Miramax hired Civil Liberties lawyer Alan Dershowitz to appeal the decision, and the MPA relented and re-rated the film with the more commercially viable R rating. Without altercation. The film was shot in black and white and roughly edited due to a very modest budget of 27575 To acquire the funds for the film, Kevin Smith sold a large portion of his extensive comic book collection in 1993, maxed out 8 to 10 credit cards with 22,000 limits, dipped into a portion of funds set aside for his college education and spent insurance money awarded for a car he lost in the flood. The film was shot in 21 straight days with two pickup days. Smith based the character of Dante Hicks on himself and Randall Graves on his friend Brian Johnson, who appeared in Smith's subsequent films. The Quick, sh- the quick Shop your quick stop convenience store located at the 58 Leonard Avenue in Leonardo, New Jersey, where Smith worked, was primarily setting for the film. He was only allowed to film in the store at night while it was closed from 10.30 to 5.30 a.m. Hence the plot point to the shutters being closed due to a vandal having jammed the, the gum in the padlocks. Because Smith was working at Quick Stop during the day and shooting the film at night, he frequently slept no more than an hour a day by the end of the 21 day shoot smith was unable to stay awake while some of the most climatic scenes of the film were shot Mm. the legacy of this film is interesting when released the uh when the film was released, it was noted for its realism and memorable characters. Clerks won the award of the youth and the Mercedes-Benz Award at the 1994 Cannes Film Festival, tied with Fresh for Filmmaker's Trophy at the Sundance Film Festival, and was nominated for three Independent Spirit Awards, Best Feature Film, First Feature, Best First uh, Screenplay, and Jaffe Anderson for Best Debut Performance. In 2000, readers of the Total uh, Film Magazine voted Clerks the 16th greatest comedy of all time. And in 2006, British film magazine Empire listed Clerks as the fourth greatest independent film. The film is also number 33 on Bravo's Funniest Movies. Yeah? It has a legacy. What else can we say about Clerks? And I think I'll talk briefly about it in the coming weeks. 
because I know other film fans, such a shit happens when you party naked, laugh so hard at clerks, I won't repeat what they said, I'll have them say it on the show. As always, unpleasant dreams.